Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Small Business Spotlight podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Ken Belden, here with the ever so lovely Miss Miranda Ashley. Howdy! <laughs> Thank you for that. Of course. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting down with Miss Monica Mathis uh, over at Rockin' M Designs in Navasota. Monica, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us. So, we're just going to run through a little bit about your business and uh, how it came to be. Appreciate you sitting down with us today and uh, looking forward to, to the rest of it. So, for, for our listeners who aren't aware, what exactly is Rockin' M Designs and what do you do? We are a uh, vintage furniture company that refinishes, paints, upholsters, and repairs antique furniture for customers. Wonderful. That's what we do. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we're taking a look at a lot of it here in the shop, and it seems like you've got your got quite a bit of work on your hands. <laughs> we're pretty busy. We're pretty busy. <laughs> that's, yes. a good, that's a good problem to have. That is a good problem to have. Okay, so how did it come to be? What's the history behind the operation? So Rockin' M Designs is short for, um, it's named after my grandfather's cattle brand. So my, cat, my grandfather's cattle brand was Rockin' M, and his name was Lawrence Marshall. And he um, started me off with the refinishing, uh, uh, teaching me how to refinish and his love for antiques, and we kind of shared that together. So it only felt right to name it after him. So Rockin' M Designs, that's how I came up with that. Um, but yeah, that's how. That's okay. How, that's now, in our conversation earlier, you had mentioned that when you decided to do this, uh, your your husband called on some friends of his and they showed up with yeah. a truckload of furniture. Is that right? Yeah. So um, my grandfather passed away in 08. And um, I went through a little bit of a depression because, you know, I lost my grandfather. And I didn't like the current job I was in. So I quit my job and I came home and I told my husband that I was going to paint furniture. And he thought I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a um, captain for the Houston Fire Department. So he... Uh, Went back to the fire department and told all the guys his wife has lost it. She's she's nuts. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And so, um, being the sweet guys that they are, they donated a truckload of furniture to me to oh, practice wow. on. And so my husband came home with all this furniture, and I got to start uh, painting and and trying different techniques and different things on it. And so that's how that came to be. Um, and then we started posting on Craigslist about the furniture that I'd painted and the Katy uh, school teachers and the Cy Fair school teachers started purchasing my stuff. And before you knew it, they were asking me to paint their dining room sets and their bedroom sets. And, um, you know, uh, my husband said, okay, you got to go. There, there's too much crap everywhere. You've got to go. So we, um, moved the business to Navasota and we were in one of the historic, buildings uh in downtown navasota mm -hmm. and then we just moved out here to navasota river halls uh back in december because we needed more space wow so that's uh, amazing it just keeps getting bigger and bigger who's crazy now <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay so that leads me to our next question what is your favorite item or project that you've worked on through the years oh um I don't, you know, I started working with um, different colored cowhides recently, Ooh. like maybe a year ago, mm -hmm. and um, 
we started putting metallic cowhides and, and sheep furs and crystal nail heads. And I call it kind of a rock and roll cowgirl furniture. I love it. And so <laughs> it's go. just kind of taken off. And then, of course, we do do the French country and the farmhouse because that's what my normal customers want. But when somebody comes in and they want something really crazy like crocodile and <laughs> cowhide, I love it. That's like so awesome. Yeah. That is pretty amazing. Okay. I need to find a crocodile so I can get some skin <laughs> so I can wrangle, bring it to you. <laughs> go wrangle a crocodile, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what has been, over the years, what has been your favorite part about working in this industry? What is it that intrigues you about it and keeps you doing this day to day? The thing that I love the most is helping the other girls that are trying to do what I'm doing. When I started, there was no one giving classes or teaching anyone how to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the DIY world has become just huge. Everyone's on YouTube and Facebook, and mm-hmm. they're all uh, you know, showing how-to videos, which I love. Um, but you also need hands-on. You know, because there's nothing like dipping your hand in the paintbrush, you know, in the paint and slapping it on a piece of furniture and saying, okay, well, you're doing this wrong or you're doing that yeah. wrong or let's do this to to come up with this different concept. Mm-hmm. And so I love doing the classes because we do the DIY classes and I teach the ladies how to paint. Um, and it's just so cool to see that. The, their faces light up when they finally realize how to do it and they can go home and do their own furniture or they could do what I do and sell it on the side to make some extra money. Yeah. You know, their, their kids are involved in sports year round and yeah. th- there's not a lot of time to, to work full time or they want to stay home or they've are now they're at home because of COVID mm-hmm. and they're having to teach their kids at home. And some of them have had to quit their jobs. And so painting furniture and selling it online or, you know, doing some upholstery and doing that online, it, it's given them some extra money. So I love uh, doing the DIY classes. That's awesome. Hmm. That's pretty amazing, yeah. Okay. I want them to take a class now. Yeah. I'll get real messy, but it'll be fun. Getting, getting her roped in. We got her. <laughs> so what is your, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, what is your biggest piece of advice for someone starting up a retail-facing concept in this kind of market in, in today's day and age, what do you think that would be? Resources. Um, it took me years to figure out my resources. It took me years to figure out where to purchase my furniture from, where to purchase my fabric from, where to get my cowhide at a decent price and my leathers at a decent price. Um, it's resources. So if you can tap into some of those resources, that's a huge, huge benefit. Um, And then the other is to keep up with the amount of cost of each item is costing you. You don't want to put $100 into a chair and then sell it for 50. I mean, you've got to keep up with what what you're putting into that piece. And don't sell yourself short because your time is worth money too. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to work on something all week and then only charge yourself $50 for labor. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. True, true so, words right uh, there. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I, that's the biggest advice that I would have. And then if, if there's somebody in the business like me, give them a call, ask them questions. Um, you know, there might be people that aren't going to answer your questions, but, um, the majority of us will, will yeah. answer your questions because we want, we want to help. We can't paint everything. 
you can't upholster everything, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. So, yeah. So, what were some of the biggest challenges for you in starting and operating a business in this town? In this town? Mm-hmm. Nothing, really. Everybody was really welcoming. That's um, awesome. It's a great little community. It, it's a really, really tight-knit community. Everyone is super sweet, super supportive. Um, I loved being downtown. I really missed not being there because everyone would just walk in and say, Hi, right. what you doing? Uh, would you like a cup of coffee? Let's go get a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, and out here, I'm a little lonely. I'm, I'm two <laughs> miles out of town, so I'm used to everyone coming into the store. People drive out here and say hi still. Yeah. You can just, just make the two-mile two <laughs> drive down the road. Maybe some classic rock coffee. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there you go. Or a sandwich from 4141. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> get place your order pl- right now. plug them all. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what they need yeah. to do. They need to bring me something. Yeah, I always say Navasota is like a, like a little, a little uh, Hallmark movie it just mm-hmm. the first time I came here it felt like I was in a Hallmark movie and it still feels like that you so. live in a Hallmark movie though so I, well that's true <laughs> yeah. you're not wrong about that <laughs> yeah and my cust- my Houston customers love coming out here so they come out here because get they, away from the craziness well, and, yeah there's yeah. no traffic coming down highway six they can come out and look at all the little shops and bring their stuff that they want me to upholster or refinish or paint um and it, it's it's a little event for them so they like it yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess I'll, well, my next question was going to be, how is the local community um, most beneficial to you? They, they're extremely supportive. Anything that we have, like the farmer's market that mm-hmm. we have every first and third Saturday, they come out. They support all of those um, little guys. You know, we have a, a guy that does local honey. We have a guy that does homemade mm-hmm. pickles. We have a little jam lady that does jam um, every first and third Saturday and they come out and they buy from those guys and um, they're just super supportive and then they'll come in and talk to me and have lunch because we'll have a food truck out here too, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. So we'll eat lunch together. But no, they're they're really supportive. Um, even the antique event that we're going to have in October, that um, a bunch of them are calling and saying, hey, can I get a booth? I, I support this group out of the high school or I support this group out of, uh, the community, you know? And so we, we welcome them and they welcome us. So it's a good mess. So you said it's every first and third Saturday. Yes. So what time is that at? 10 AM to 4 PM. And that's out here at the facility. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And when is your, your antique uh, festival happening? It's called antique and pumpkin picking. I love it. That's and such a so, cute name. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so we're it's going to be October the 15th, 16th, and 17th. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're going to have a huge pumpkin patch with a cute scarecrow girl that is going to greet all the kids <laughs> and help them paint their pumpkins. I love it. And so we're going to have that going on. And then we have um, a lady that's going to do like face painting for the kids and cotton candy and all kinds of fun stuff cotton candy yes oh, Ooh, i'm gonna be Tr- there trigger, trigger word for <laughs> i will be there now and then we're going to have like a light um light food out here sandwiches and soups yeah. and salads and we'll have wine and um things for the adults um and tons of vendors for them to shop and then that night, that Saturday night, we're going to have a live country concert, uh, a country band, and um, dinner. 
Wow. That's so exciting. Okay, remind us again of the date and time for that. So the um, the antique the antiquing and pumpkin picking is going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, October 15th, 16th, and 17th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then the dance and uh, live concert and, and dinner at the Navasota River Halls is going to be from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. And the band will play from 7 to 10. Wow. There you go. That's awesome. That is amazing. That's so exciting. I can't wait for this. So just kind of uh, playing off of the band thing, no pun intended. That was not meant to be a pun <laughs> huh. whatsoever. Huh. Um, so th- this is kind of set up as an event venue as well. You've got some plans to do future shows, you know, future country music shows every month, right? Right. So, um, again, we're in the country. So we're in a little small community. So it's not like we're in um, Houston or College Station to where we could do something every weekend. So what we want to do is we want to have a uh, dinner and concert um, once a month. We're going to post it on our website where you can purchase your tickets in advance. And then you're going to know a whole month in advance what we're going to be serving. So like this, the one that we're going to have in October is going to be our first one. And we're going to serve barbecue. And then the next one that we have is going to be in November, and we're going to serve Cajun food. Ooh. Wow. And so then December, we'll probably do, you know, fajitas or Mexican food. I don't know. We're, we're going to change it up. I love it. So we it. want to do something kind of crazy and, and different as far as the food goes. I love crazy. I love different. So. <laughs> and cotton candy. And, and cotton candy. Yes, that's true. That's really true. I just love food. <laughs> So just to kind of wrap this up as we get to the end here, what would you like the people of Grimes County and Brazos County and from all of our listeners everywhere, what would you like them to know if there was one message you could pass out today? Um, when you come out here and you shop with us, you're shopping with a business owner that is, that is in the same boat as you. You know, my husband is a Houston firefighter. Mm-hmm. We're on limited income, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I try to keep my prices in the middle. I'm not the highest, but I'm not the lowest. I'm right in the middle. And right. I feel like if I can afford it, anybody else can afford it too. And that's the same concept that I use with my upholstery prices and my uh, and my painting prices and my refinishing prices. They're all going to be right in the middle of the road. As far as the vendors go... Um, for our farmer's market and for our antique um, event that we're going to have, I was a vendor too. So I'm right there with you, and yeah. I keep my vendor prices lower than anybody else. So a 10 by 10 for us is $125, whereas most of the other 10 by 10s that they put out there are $250. Right. And our farmer's market is only $25. So I try to keep everything affordable, not only for my customers, but for the vendors too. Yeah. So that's what I and and plus we're we're country. This is fun to come out here. <laughs> it is. I, I you know, love your awesome. laid back. We're yeah. really laid back. So it smells really good in here too. It does. So. Yeah, it absolutely does. <laughs> it's also the leather potpourri. <laughs> yes, it's the leather scented potpourri. Yes. If nothing else, just come in for the smell. <laughs> <laughs> just come in, smell around, and walk out the door. Yeah, the usual. 
Oh, good grief. Well, it has been so much fun to sit down with you and talk with you and get to know more about your store and yeah. kind of hear more about what you do and all the exciting things you have coming up. And um, I know I will be definitely coming out in October and to your uh, farmer's markets as yeah. well. So yeah. I'm excited. Well, thank y'all for coming out and seeing me. And I appreciate y'all coming in and talking about what we do here. I'm so excited that you're going to come to the farmer's market. We'll be sure to save you some cotton candy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, Monica, yeah, thank you again for, for sitting down with us. We look forward to staying in touch with you as time goes on. Okay.